0: Ooh, <laughs>
1: Okay, we're gonna get started. Um, hello and uh, everyone and welcome to the DLN's Expert Access, it's a, in which we take a closer look at important and relevant topics in architecture and design um, with insights and wisdom by leading experts. Um, today's topic is photographing your work for maximum response, because as we all know, this is an era in which um, imagery is more important than ever due to social media, Um, zoom, all sorts of things. So um, we're very pleased today to have with us a noted expert, Robert Rufino, a friend and former colleague of mine. Um, And he really needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one. anyway. Um, Robert is currently style director at House Beautiful, where he oversees the design and style of the brand, fosters meaningful partnerships with designers and executes design forward photo shoots. He's uh, has over 45 years in the home and design and decor industry, including um, editorial positions at El Decor, where we work together, Architectural Digest, Harper's Bazaar and the New York Times Magazine. He also worked at um, Henry Bendell, the late lamented um, specialty store, uh, where he did <clears throat> window displays and store design. So he's an actual hands-on designer as well. And he was vice president for creative services for Tiffany and Company where he oversaw the brand's global image, including store design and visual displays. Um, So Robert's going to show us some of his favorite shoots and explain how he worked. Um, And just before we get started, I wanna point out the Q&A button at the bottom. So please post questions there because we're going to um, answer any questions at the end. So without further ado, I want to get started and say, welcome, Robert, and thank you so much for doing this. And thank
0: you, Michael. Thank you for your kind words. A pleasure to be here. And I love the DLN. I love what you guys do. And I'm a big fan, and I love always attending. So everyone thinks, you know, oh, doing a photo shoot, it's so easy. You just go in, you place flowers, and it's done. Well, not true. In some instances, yes. This one uh, was a photo shoot uh, that we did in Paris. The scouting shots came in and, you know, I didn't know the designer. I showed up, I showed up the night before and, you know, looked around to be inspired. And this was a a shoot where everything was perfectly perfect. I mean, uh, the designer was very gracious. He was very open to any and every idea I had. And I looked around and then we were thinking about a cover. Everything in this room is very Parisian, but the thing that really hit me was, I said to the photographer who was Bjorn Wallander for this assignment, let's get that light fixture in because that off-balances everything. It's like, what is that? Why is that there? And that basically, to me, made this whole picture or this whole room come alive, because I think someone would have probably had a crystal chandelier, and that is just the edge that you need. I think every photograph needs to have an edge to it, or has to has to have a story. Like, why did he put that there? But to if from I mean, this was a great cover, and you know I love the hint of the green sofa. You don't have to see the whole sofa and it was a beautiful composition. And uh, again, you know, it's it's working with the right photographer and the decorator because at the end of the day, we all wanna make a great picture uh, and tell a great story in the magazine.
1: And And Robert, that brings up something that I think would be helpful to clarify, which is sort of the difference between documenting a room, which you may wanna do, a designer may wanna do for, you know their own purposes right, and right. creating a strong image right, and right, right. why don't you talk a little about the difference between a- yeah
0: I, I i think you know when uh, when you go uh, on the photo shoot obviously and you know there's a decorator they want oh could you do the whole room and like to me as an editor sometime it's not about the whole room it, it's about a moment in that room that says more to the story that you're that you're the well story. You don't
1: have to see the whole spread. Right. And especially in, in with Instagram, you basically do right. one photo. Right. That has to capture attention. You may have a sequence, but there's one image that has to capture attention. And I think that works with in terms of clients too for designers.
0: Yeah. And you know, and it's like, you know, whenever I go on a shoot, I always say say to a, a designer if he's present, I said, You have to trust me. I said, it's not about the whole room. It's like it's about an image. It's about capturing a moment, and I think right here we captured a great moment, right here, and and you know it became a, a cover thanks to you, of course, and uh, it was a beautiful story, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, and I I really do feel that designers are not stylists. They're not photographers, and when a a magazine editor go he sees things differently. It's, it's not like the room is not beautiful or it's not perfect, but it has to be documented totally different. So, you know, taking this picture, I, I had my Elta Decor hat on and it, this, this picture basically had an edge. The edge was what's hanging from the ceiling. It was so off, but it was so right. So I hope that's helpful. Right. All right, this was a house uh, that we shot for House Beautiful not too long ago. Uh, the design of her own home, she bought a Frank Lloyd Wright house uh, upstate, and she basically restored all the wood, and it, it's just beautiful. And this dining room, she had a lot more stuff on the shelves, and I just said, you know what? Let's keep it more minimal. Let Let the architecture, let let all that wood that was restored, just sing, you know, and the the simple things on the table, it's not set, it's a suggestion, all that warm wood, you know, the the, the layering of the two floor coverings, uh, you know, just that hit of that pottery, of that green, and and minimal flowers. I find, you know, I I love, love flowers, but I do find that, I don't know if it's a trend or maybe it's me. I don't use a lot of flowers like I used to. Uh, I just think it's it's way too much. Just sometimes every photo shoot is different, but for this instance, just a simple vase of, of, of flowers, that's all, and the edge of the basket, and there's just there's a nice composition here, and you know it does feel like to me.
1: You're you're in a, a Frank Lloyd Wright space, uh, and, and what's interesting to me here is again the angle that you chose. You didn't shoot it from a far back where you get the whole room. You're sort of you're very enclosed to that dining chair, and mm-hmm. you're really only doing a cover. But I think that that right. is, is very powerful.
0: Right. And also, I mean, to me, this picture is also about she restored the wood, the texture of the two carpets, the texture of the chair covering, the beautiful sheen of the table, and just that little hint of that basket. All those elements really work, you know, and uh, it was a successful shoot, you know. Beautiful. Next. All right, so here's, a, here's an example. This is uh, a great house up in Connecticut that was restored. It's uh, Annalise Toff, who owns Old For Living. I walked in here, I think a year ago in December, and I went, oh my God, this house is incredible. And she said, well, I promised it to somebody else. I said, what? And- <laughs> The words an
1: editor never wants to hear. He was
0: thinking of promising it. To, I said, oh no, 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 no. I said, please. Uh, again, you know, I worked with Bill uh Bill Waldron on this. No, sorry, Bill Obronowitz and I shot this. And I simply, you know, put this chair on an angle. Obviously it's it's mid-century, and we just added that hit of mustard, that throw. And you know, all all I really wanted to see was Frank Sinatra sitting on that sofa. I mean it, it was it was just the perfect mix, and here here's an example where you come in on a shoot and there's very little to be done, uh, adding flowers, you know, tweaking some some uh, objects like books or adding a little dish, making sure the barn is perfect, but there's beautiful balance and. It was, it was a beautiful,
1: I mean, the house was restored to the right. tea. Well, she has amazing taste, but yeah. what's interesting to me too is here it's a case where you're, you're pulled back and you're also, I think, elevated a bit, mm-hmm. you No, know? the yeah. photographer was yeah. elevated, but yet it doesn't feel distant or remote. You really feel like you're stepping into the room. Yeah, I, I, actually, Michael, if you go back and go up a couple of steps, that's
0: where the dining. Is it like? Oh, a, okay. A, so it's from the
1: dining so down. He was right. standing
0: there. But it's all one open space. Right. But I love the idea that you see that beautiful arch ceiling, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, beautiful. that wall is like a, a work of art. You know, that stonework is really beautiful. Right. You know, it's all about, you know, it's a collaboration working with a photographer. Mm-hmm. They have a point of view. They see things different from a lens. I see things different from a lens. And, you know, like all of us, we work with certain photographers. We build our teams because there is an understanding with a photographer and an editor. And sometimes we tend to use the same photographers. And you know, we're always open to use new photographers. You right. know.
1: And do you have, you when you're trying to decide which photographer, which projects, are there certain styles that you associate with certain photographers? Is that how you, I mean, I, obviously the practicality of who's available, whatever, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then you know, like,
0: I remember once, you know, uh, you suggested this young photographer, Stephen Kent Johnson, and you said, would you try him? And it was like, where did you come from? I mean, Stephen now is so well-established. It was yes. an apartment that I, I, I thought in this show here that we're showing today, uh, in the village. And Steven's mood is really wonderful and he's so enthusiastic. And to see someone young, and, and at this point in the last five or six years, he's doing so, so well. Now this apartment was, uh, I think, uh, Torton Gramercy Park. We got some scouting shots. We thought you and I. This was an El Decor shoot. We thought looks no, nice. Okay, so you know, after you know, going up five flights and opening the door, I'm like, oh my God! I mean, there was enough clutter, enough stuff going on throughout this whole apartment. But you know, I was working with Simon Upton, who to me is one of the great masters, and I just this was the entranceway, and we just cleaned it up and just added simple flowers and he lit it beautifully. I mean, he captured something here that, where am I? I mean, this is a walk-up apartment. It's like, that, that's that's the whole idea that I love about shooting because you, you, you get the pictures, sometimes you don't you do the scouting, most of the time you don't because we get so many uh, projects coming in and you don't know what, is going to happen once you open that door. And it was like, wow, this is New York. I mean, just, you know, all this pottery. I mean, the, that it almost blue, looks like
1: the English country house.
0: Yeah, exactly. That blue velvet on that uh, little, uh, like the little stool, the, the tension of the two chairs. You know, this to me is great composition. And it tells a story. This is someone who collects. In fact, this, the chap who owns this apartment did you, use a decorator, one of his best friends, but he he buys everything in thrift shops or finds things on the street. <laughs> right. And there was a great story, you know? There's a really, really great story.
1: Now, uh, someone has posted a question, which is something you brought up in terms of scouting shots. You mentioned uh-huh. them a couple of times. They wanted to know, does it make a difference to you? Do you prefer to have as scouting shots professionally shot photographs or does it matter if somebody just takes good comprehensive iPhone shots?
0: I just, I, I honestly think if it's good iPhone shots, it's great, you know? Yeah. So it's either one is fine. Either one is fine. I mean, right now, which what, what we're going through and I think a right. lot of magazines are going through, it was like, we're not really shooting that much. I mean, right. thank God we do have inventory. Right. But if a good right. story comes in that's professionally shot, then I will buy the pictures, you know? Right, right, exactly. That's a, it's a new world. It's a new world. Okay. Next? Uh, this, this is the next room in that apartment, and you talk about, oh, my God, <laughs> and we clean this up a bit, but you talk about a collector. hmm you know? Again, you know, shoot up. L- I love that they added this wooden ceiling, which is all just put in, Mm-hmm. and you feel like you're almost in a loft space because of that wooden ceiling or in the country again
1: is that very- a george nelson fixture there i think probably
0: yeah um, I and mean, he yeah. had some good stuff too right uh, but there's so much going on all those books all that pottery yeah. but it worked I and mean,
1: the I mean, light it, is beautiful
0: it worked yeah and i mean again simon just captured the right lighting he's so great It had a lovely mood you know there's a lot going on. There are a lot of plants. There are a lot of flowers. It's a little, a little overdone, but it worked. You know, uh, you need to in a magazine when you have a well, as
1: you know, you everything can't look the same. You know, everything has to. Every and the personality comes through. Right. And I think um, that's part of being a magazine editor. I think maybe when designers are photographing their projects for themselves their personality could come through a little more strongly than the owner's personality, the client's personality. But some personality should come through, I think. I mean, what what,
0: what I do love about this picture, somebody lives there. Totally, totally. It, a very it, distinctive it, it, person. It's a it's a lived in life, someone who enjoys. Nothing is precious. Everything is lived in. Right. And it's the way people live. You know, uh, right. it, it was really uh, a good shoot, you know? That's great your eye just travels, you know? All right, here, uh, one of my favorites, Nick Olson. Uh, Again, we were doing a cover try, and this was a big room, and I just said, let's make it, let's move stuff in, let's move these lamps, you know, we pushed everything to a corner, and it's completely simple. I mean, the hit of the red leather chair, Mm Really sets the tension here. Simple flowers, a lush throw, the beautiful composition, the beautiful lighting. Uh, Thomas Luth was the photographer on this. Um, it's i was very proud of this because this was the first cover that we ran when I went to House Beautiful, and it set a it set a different tone. To, of where we were going with House Beautiful. Uh, And, you know, going from, you know, leaving El Decor and going to House Beautiful with with a new team, I think our mission was, okay, we need to refresh House Beautiful and still keep a magazine that's been around for 120 years and still make it stand strong. Yeah, magazines have changed, the way people decorate have changed the way people live, the way people dress, but this to me was so reassuring that we are a decorating magazine. Come and join our world. Great. Next. This no clutter uh, here. This this no clutter here. This to me is like. This was uh, Sean Henderson's. A small apartment in the village, uh, wonderful designer, and this picture. Of them, this is Stephen Kent Johnson. It's like, okay, the bed, the bedroom was tiny. How do you make this work? And I must say, uh, our design director, uh, Mark. The opening story. This was the opening page this is a double page spread. Like, and when I first saw it, I went, hmm, interesting. You know, but there was, it, it caused so much interest uh, of what, what is the rest of the well story like? It, you really feel the texture of those uh, uh, pillows, you know. Uh, I think it's a cashmere fabric and it, 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 it's, it, it's simple, it's simple to the T, but it says everything, you know? And I've never seen a layout like this before. I mean, uh, we took a chance, and it w- it was a successful layout. You know? and, and you know, working with a photographer and saying, you know, well, let's shoot this on an angle, and 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 you know, Stephen saying, what about if we went straight on? I went, try it. You never know. I mean, you have to try
1: different things. You have to explore, uh, and your eye has to travel. You know. Yeah. I think that's very good advice about trying things. Because I think a lot of people look at a room, they're used to looking at it one way. And it's like sometimes going up a couple of steps from below, doing a close-in can make a big difference in terms of, without changing the room really, it's just how you look at the room differently. Exactly, exactly.
0: All right, this to me is beyond perfection. Again, uh, one of of my favorite stories when I was with you at El Decor. This is uh, Waldo and Tommy this is their apartment in new york i mean obviously i look at this and i guess goosebumps because it it is every piece of furniture was selected yeah. and they really went out and everything it's it's to me it's a, it's perfectly perfect i mean every piece in this room is an important piece you know and what did we do? We moved the stool, we moved the chair, we did a throw. We added flowers. We you know lower the uh, the blinds, and again, showing the height of this old brownstone, you know uh, and it, this 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 room just it just sings, "I want to sit there, I want to be here." It's right. very inviting. uh It is very severe. But it's also very, I know I'm contradicting myself, but there's a lot of tension in this room. You, I wanna be in this room. I wanna sit by that fireplace.
1: Right. Uh, you know, it's interesting. It's like you said, it, it, it has great height, So you wanna accentuate, you know, that old cliche accentuate the positive, you know, work with what's strong about the room and make that sort of the focus. I mean, point.
0: here's an instance where, you know, we were in the dining room looking straight into the living room. Mm-hmm. and. You know, there was no way we, I was going to say, oh, let's cheat this. I wanted to see everything because mm-hmm. there was so much to see. And it was so pleasing to the eye, you know, uh, really, really, really nice. Uh, so here we are in the dining room again. Oh, you, know, you can see it leads right into that. other. You room. could see from one to the other, you know, just adding, you know, simple branches, having a fire, beautiful, beautiful table. And, you know, just having one chair out a little bit to give it a little bit of tension. Um, yes,
1: because I, I know that's a problem in shooting dining rooms and whatever. It's like, you know, you have a lot of the same chairs, usually, I and mean, sometimes they're mixed up. Right. But right. It's right. like, and I know that's kind of like a trick that you line up the chairs, but have one slightly right. inviting person, you know, it's like to give it a little tension. Are there any yeah. other like little tricks that you often use?
0: Yeah, what, what I like about this, there's nothing, there's not a, a dish, a wine glass, nothing, as you know, we're setting the table. They're just beautiful objects on the table. Right, right. It, oh, it's, it's
1: a very the, masculine room too, yeah. so you wouldn't want to...
0: No, you don't want to make, you don't want to make it fussy. Right. Again, you know, that sculpture on that beautiful antique ladder sings. I love the black carpet and that massive table. You know, everything is laid out nicely, Um, you know, and also, you know, I think as we evolve in how we shoot things, you know, I think the less you put on a dining, I mean, in some instances, yes, you want to set the table and make it fussy.
1: And God knows you're an expert at that. And you do your entertaining column and you love that. But, But,
0: you know, I, I do love the simplicity of things, you know. not so much clutter, you know? I think that's how more and more people are living, you know, their life is simple. They work so hard, they run around, and you want to come home and you want to just breathe, you know? All right, you talk about disaster. I'm not going to tell you whose house this is, but this was- (laughs) Yes, we're learning about
1: disasters.
0: (laughs) All right, so, you know, you and I got this project, it looked great. It looked terrific. Spoke to the decorator. Okay. We'll meet you there at nine o'clock. Get there with, you know, flowers. We opened the door. The clients are on vacation. The decorator never went to the house the day before to make sure everything was perfect. We re- I mean, the place was in shambles. I mean, Furniture was all over the place. I mean, I hate to say, I hate to be, we had to really recreate this room and put everything back in order. And, you know, it worked, you know, but sometimes it's like, oh my God, are you, you know? And, you know, I was angry at the decorator, a lesson right. learned, like, you know, right. this is right. your first time you're gonna be published. This is a great loft space. Right why oh i didn't realize i had
1: to go check well right. it's your work you know right. exactly so, and you should have been paid double time for the cleaning services. <laughs> yeah get out your cleaning rags
0: but you know it was like you know vacuuming and moving you know, furniture like, around and,
1: right, right but right. I, and I mean this is true for any designer the client if the client's living in the house right. you can't just assume that the client is going to have the house presented the way yeah. You no. would like it, the designer would like it to be seen. I mean, to so. me, this
0: this was a lesson well learned because now, you know, when I do shoots, uh, you know, make sure the beds are made. Right. If you don't have
1: linens, let me know. Right. Need anything or what do you have? Right. Uh, and make- the days when the shelter magazines would have trucks with like hundreds oh. of vases and pillows and flowers arrive, those days are... They were gone way before I got into the- Right, right. So th- this idea that, you know, you just fix it on the fly, that doesn't work anymore.
0: No, no. But, you know, I think, you know, bringing in too many props, really, you're lying. I want to see right. how someone really- Right, lives. I Basically. totally agree. That was not my philosophy. There's no lying here. No, this no. is how these people live. Unfortunately, they went on vacation for a couple of weeks and said, sure, shoot the apartment while we're gone. It's great, right. Right. but, you know, The decorator learned a lesson.
1: Right. And I know at some point somebody once said to me, oh, well, you know, this isn't real what you do. It's like you, you style these apartments and houses and you bring in flowers. And, you know, I said, yes, but it's to me, it's the same way as if you're going to have your portrait done by, you know, if you're going to have Irving Penn or Stephen Klein do your portrait, you're going to look your best. Right. you know so my feeling is we just make this houses look the best they they can at their best but we are not lying about who they are what the no, no. are you no yeah you know and
0: like you know I think when when we do a photo shoot or when a when a, 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 a mag when the issue comes out say it's a March or September issue you know I think every well story tells our readers something different and you right. know you want to teach your reader something, you want to inspire them, uh, you want them to dream. You know, right. you want them to right. think about being in a different space right. or... Right.
1: And how other people live, which yeah. is yeah. endlessly fascinating. And this I is mean, the perfect I example.
0: Mean, I mean, here's, a, here's, the, here's the perfect example, okay? Here's the perfect, perfect example. Where am I? Okay, I'm in Rhinebeck, okay? this was Robert Duffy's house who was affiliated with Mark Jacobs for years and it was a house that was formerly owned it was the tea house of the asters and he bought it did a lot of work to it I mean what what can I say you know the books were all the way they were I even messed them up a little bit more and this little library was the entrance way of going into the bedroom. But, you know, this is so intriguing. And yeah, maybe I wanted to see more of this room, but this shot was such a welcoming entrance as we went into the, to the next room. And there's so much going on already in the next room, the different patterns of carpets, mm-hmm. Different fabric uh, on the curtains, and then you know when you go into the next. I mean that mad chandelier. Uh, it's it, it's it's really and this bedroom is like the black ceiling again.
1: Again, all that.
0: And I said we have to get that black ceiling in because I've never seen a black ceiling. Uh, and you know the beautiful, uh, gaudy wallpaper. This antique bed again there was very little to do here but you know
1: the bed one of my a, favorite shoots he, that you did. He showed
0: me some linens he had uh and just just keep it simple you know like there are no flowers in this picture there's enough going on but it's just it was a wow you know it was a wow and you know uh, i remember the decorator saying oh robert's a pot and sometimes these decorators get so nervous about their clients, and the clients, oh my God, you did that! You like, yeah, trust us. We know, you know, everyone needs to relax. We're 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 here to make you, the decorator, look good, as well as we want the magazine to look good. You know, of course. And you know, this is a wonderful photographer. The, the going back, James Merle, he uses no assistant. He uses one little camera. And you don't even know he's there. And his lighting is exquisite. It's just amazing. Here's another disaster you'll never know. So this was a castle that we shot the countryside of London with again, Mr. Simon Upton. So we walked in here and the owners, their faces were pale white. They went, oh my God, you can't believe there was water coming down the stairwell. A pipe had burst. Oh my god! And, <laughs> okay, There was no heat. The pipe. I was like, Oh my god! So you the know, joys it, of home ownership
1: on it, a grand you scale. You know,
0: they they started putting on fires in all the fireplaces, and you know, we carried on. You know, we went to another room. Eventually, you know, there were fans blowing the carpet that had dried towels. Uh, But, you know, sometimes, you know, you just have to laugh. And if, if you don't have a sense of humor and you don't have a good time doing it, because in the end, as I've said, you know, I love what I do. Like, I'm still, you know, even the night before, it could be the simplest shoot. I'm like a little kid going to the flower market, worrying about this, worrying about that. If you don't have a passion, whether you're a photographer or a stylist or or a writer and what you're doing in this industry, you shouldn't do it. It's like, you know, I care about every little detail and, you know, is everything polished? And it, it this it, this turned out to be a beautiful story. I mean, I don't have many more pictures of this castle, but every room and the gardens. And it's like, you know, that's the wonderful part of what we do. We travel all over, we yeah. see things, we go places that we'll, we never dream of being. And and you meet people and you know, some people I've met, I'm still in contact with. And it's just it's just the joy to say, I love what I do. You know, there are days oh, I hate my job or <laughs> this person's made for me crazy. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's not a cure for cancer. I just feel so blessed that, you know, going from retail to window display to fashion that, you know, I, I came to do be doing this for the last fifteen to twenty years. It's like people say, Oh, when are you gonna stop? It's like I don't think I could ever stop. <laughs> it's not work, you know? It's like I, I mean, I love what I do. It's, it's a,
1: man a man of passion. passion.
0: It's a passion, yeah. yeah. And okay, this 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 was the same place. So I guess when the, the room, the carpet was drying, we walked around and I said, I love this room, Simon. I said, But what about if we move the bears and just give this room some tension and And humor humor. and it had had, exactly it had a sense of humor and you know these people were so wonderful they said don't worry about flowers we have cutting gardens just go outside and cut what you want and it was just you know like I kept pinching myself is this really happening you know and just moving the bears and that they were just so into it. Do whatever you want, you know? And again, it, it, the, the bears mm-hmm. caused tension and some, some mystery and this brown room, it, it, was just a, it was just a wonderful, wonderful shoot, you know? Again, going high, seeing the marble up above as well. Uh, really, really pretty. Fantastic. This was <laughs> Kitchen of the Year by our dear friend, Michelle Nussbaum. Uh, where she, uh, this is for House Beautiful, and she was moving into a new home while she renovates and guts her old home after 25 years. And she had three kitchens in this house in Dallas, and this was her artistic kitchen. (laughs) And to me, this picture is about a work of art. It's so artistic where, you know, the wall covering on the counter on the wall, the different ceiling, wall covering, the beautiful, look at that floor, look at the carpet, look at the chair. There's so much going on, but it just was an amazing shoot because A, we're in the midst of still making these, you know, she, this was under construction and it was, you know, basically finished, like, while we were there, and just that hit, that red sink really
1: it's fantastic. The sink is just amazing. And but you have to be really bold to order a red sink. Right. You know? right. And that's well, you know, you, know,
0: you know, Michelle. I mean, right. she uh, doesn't you know, hesitate. That wonderful painting and how right. we accessorize uh, up above, and just very, there, it was wonderful. You know, Douglas Freeman shot this. And it was a great shoot, you know and there there were you know, there were many more kitchens, but to me, this was my favorite kitchen because it had so much going on, and it's like it's not for everyone, but it's about right. ideas, it's right.
1: showing right. someone right. this I is- mean, a black, again a back, a black backsplash, is yeah. fantastic, and that's not something I would ever have thought.
0: Of. no, of course not, but it's giving people ideas. you could pull mm-hmm. things out from this, you know right. You know, and working with Michelle, who I've known for years, who's, you know, totally out there and totally outrageous and loves to push things. And, you know, at the end of the day, this makes a beautiful, beautiful picture. You know, it's almost, uh, it's like,
1: it's postal, it's like a a greeting card, you know, it's like, it's a great, you know. And I imagine that this photo got thousands and thousands of likes on Instagram. I mean, This is, this is a kind of strong image that yeah. You know, sometimes I worry that subtle decorating doesn't show up on social yeah. media as well. Yeah. No. And although I have subtle designers say that's not true, they get lots of likes. But right. this is this right. is an Instagram shop. Yeah, no, this you know, is Par this, excellence. Yeah. This is pizzazz.
0: This right. is pizzazz. Uh, wow. like, totally. You
1: captured like, it. You will remember. Yeah. You, know, you
0: and know? Douglas really captured it. No, this has this is has, it has guts and it was great. Again, here is a photograph that I shot for House Beautiful not too long ago. It's a project by Madeline Stewart. This house once was owned by Diane Keaton. You know, so you know I love Madeline, but here's a good example. Can we get all the furniture? In? Can we get, like, I want to see the whole room. <laughs> and then, you know, I work with uh, Trevor Travato, and yeah, we, the only thing you don't see here. You don't see the fireplace. So we had a compromise. And you do see all the furniture, but I think what makes this picture really, it's shot on an angle. The doors are open. You, you wanna go out into that garden. You Again, you do see the ceiling. There is a lot going on, but my eye is not bored. You know, There's a great rhythm. You see all the texture. Of the velvets and the linens, uh, you know, the ceramics, you know, everything. There's perfect calm harmony in this right. picture, and it it goes to show you, uh, for a double page spread, it does work. You know, right. there's a lot. As I, I will say again, there's a lot going on,
1: but it, it works. Right. It works. And also, it's interesting I mean, to me that you you. The camera is like right up close to that first white sofa, so mm-hmm. you're partially in the room. Yeah. But there's a flow. You want to go see the rest of the room, and I think, as like you said, the eye has to travel. So your eye is going to travel around yeah. to see all the different things. Oh, that other white sofa doesn't exactly match. It's a slightly different shape. You know, you're going to notice things. Right. The two wow. cha- the two blue chairs, are seem to be. Well, they're even a little different too. Now, that maybe no. I think those match, no, nice, but the other two don't. The brown chairs don't really match. Right. You know, so there's a lot going on subtly, but you, you're, you're invited in to, to notice all and those and things. And I,
0: I, you know, you don't feel so cluttered and then you get a hint from before of the far of the dining room, mm-hmm. the light coming in there. Uh, you know, it was a beautiful, beautiful project. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Madeline's a great designer. Yeah, she is. This, I love this. Like, you know, where's Betty Crocker? This, this is the same house this this kitchen I love kitchens okay but this kitchen this black and white kitchen I mean obviously there are a lot of cookbooks every you know what was in the cabinets behind the glass didn't look like that and sometimes you just have to pull everything out and judge it and make it work and it's so inviting you know and like you know, after I'm done the homeowner said Please leave everything the way it is. Don't put it back. And you know, it's a lesson to them. It's a lesson to me of how to take something and bring it to a different place and get rid of all the clutter. Uh, And it's so graphic,
1: you know, it's so graphic. It's another black backsplash. So maybe you're starting a trend here, Rob. I don't know. (laughs) But I just love, you know. It it, is, it's totally graphic, but the white crowd is fantastic.
0: uh, With the windows open, you know. uh, Feel the breeze coming. Exactly. Um, This to me is what I call the ultimate. It's elegant, it's chic. I mean, Thad Hayes, uh, the photographer was, William Waldron. I mean, everything is so sculptural. I mean, number one, the painting, let's start mm-hmm. off with that. The table, the table is sculpture, the chairs. And then we brought this other moray chair in to give it a little bit of attention. Just seeing that hanging chandelier. And, you know, just simple leaves. And beautiful. It it's so, elegant this this room is so elegant and you know there were all these chairs around the table and we just made it simple simple and there's you know again seeing the height uh, it's a beautiful composition uh, it's really really good it, it's it's uh, it's enjoying you know as I said going back enjoying enjoying what you do but always, how how can I push that picture? How can I make it better? Let's bring it somewhere else. Uh, this was Leanne Ford's house, home. Uh, I mean, you talk about, oh, it's all white room, how boring. There's nothing boring about this room, you know? Yeah, it's all white, but there's just something that I wanna be here, you know? I love the oversized paper lantern, the simple leaves, the two white peonies, uh, this rustic table. Uh, you know, th- again, this room was quite large. I think in od- probably in another photograph I did a little bit more. But this, this, a version of this was a cover for House Beautiful. This did so well. People related to this, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and people want to walk into a picture and say, I want to live like that. I want to be that person. Um, so, you know, when people say, oh, Beige, all beige rooms, all white room. It's boring. It's not going to photograph well, you know? I mean, this may not be for everyone, but I just, I love, I love the simplicity and the pureness of it and the, and the comfort zone. right? And it's teaching someone, people about comfort. Okay. Uh, Another master designer, my friend and our friend, Robert Stillen, I mean, you know, Again, you know, shot by Stephen Kent Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I didn't want to put Chachgar and plates on the table. You know, let's put books and branches. And I love, you
1: know, he had the mixture of chairs and that. Yeah, those, each one, each chair has its own personality. Right. It's like you just guests at a dinner party already, even though there's no people there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I,
0: obviously everything was here. What we really did change was, okay, what are we going to put on the table? You know. Robert has, he always has beautiful objects, mm-hmm. interiors, you know, those beautiful doors having one open, just simple branches. And, you know, and, you know it's, it's about someone who loves to collect or it's, you know, right. Robert is a master of going out and finding these beautiful objects and, and filling a space. This to me was a treat. This was uh, a shoot I did at El Decor. A part of me at AD when I worked with Margaret Ruppel mm-hmm. and we, celebrity. You don't you don't do a lot of Celebrities, Robert. A celebrity <laughs> moment. Uh, we went to uh, Scotland, and I was on a shoot. Peggy said, "How would you go to Scotland?" I'm okay, but you have to go in two weeks. I said, okay, fine, I'll go. And it was called Dempfree House. Dempfree House uh, was privately owned. The Mother died, the son didn't want it. Everything was tagged going to Christie's for auction. Prince Charles came in and found donors, and they purchased the estate they were they re- restored the estate um, and it then began open to the public. so you know, we went there. I had a meeting with the people. they were beyond gracious and you know. And there I was with, you know, Gary Moore, uh, legendary Darry Moore, uh, he's probably almost 90 now, and just a character. And the, I had a meeting Friday, walked through the house, we were photographing Saturday, and then his personal secretary came to me, she says, can I talk to you? I said, yeah. So she said, uh, Prince Charles is coming here tomorrow night for a sit down dinner, with uh, with uh, 14 of his donors, would you ever be interested in photographing him? And I went, Oh, <laughs> no.
1: so why would you want to do that?
0: So she, but you know, he's gonna wear a kilt and you have to sign all these papers. It's like, so I called Peggy, I went, Oh, she said, Why are you calling me? What's the matter? I said, right, Everything's fine. I said, uh, I'm gonna photograph for Charles tomorrow. She went, Really, right. And you know, it's like, to me, that was a surprise. He was delightful, mm-hmm. he was charming, and it was a moment that I will never forget. I mean, you know, and I must say the whole shoot, we had this place to ourselves, you know, it was close certain hours, no one bothered, move anything you want. Uh, and he was just as regular as they come, charming. Right. And it's, it's you know, where would I ever, mit- meet Prince Charles on a one-to-one. Oh, Mr. Rafina, I, oh, I, I hear you might consider putting me on the cover. I said, well, I'm going to think about it. <laughs> it was charming, <laughs> you know, and I couldn't, I had a sign papers that I photographed him. I couldn't talk uh, about the shoot. It was amazing. Uh, That's this was uh, a, an apartment I did when I was with you uh, in Paris w- w- with Bjorn, a, a fashion designer. Uh, I love this library. I love the color. Uh, Bjorn was at, outside in the little garden looking in. I mean, his his collection of all his glassware and ceramics and his books, it was just perfect. And I just said, this room is missing something. And I went to the other room and I saw this leopard chair and I went, that, there there's the answer just right. and it's it sets everything off
1: yeah know? and it sort of breaks up the regularity the yeah. pale palette it just gives a little shock and that's sometimes what you need for the image maybe that's not what you want to live with day to day
0: and you know it's like well it's going to make a perfect picture and i love that the doors are open you see into the other room and again it's it, it's about a composition and I think sometimes you need to put in the unexpected, you know, even if one, the unexpected could be, you know, doing over the top flowers, you know, uh, putting something on the dining table that you don't think, like uh, like in, in uh, Waldo, you know, it's a masculine right. room. They're just put some simple sculpture. Uh, right. And, you know, also, when one is photographing, especially today, uh, yeah, we live in a different way, in a different time. And I, I really think it's important to, when I do a shoot in certain instances, that it's lived in, it feels, it, a bed doesn't have to be perfect, you know? Uh, uh, you know books could be scattered. Uh, this is uh, Jean-Louis, I think, yes, this was a shoot for uh, AD, uh, again, shot by Gary Moore. Uh, Welcome. You know, it's like, let's do a shoot, let's do an opening that says welcome. And just this whole thing, I love when I ask a photographer or we collaborate, let's look from one room to the other. I mean, I love this whole what's down there, you know? Even if we don't show them what's down there on the next page, it's so intriguing, it's so inviting, and it it, 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 it makes your mind wander, you know? And I just, I mean, this room, I'm gonna say this room is so simple, it's not so simple. And here, we're going into the other room, but again, I love playing, like you don't really, you're, you're seeing moments of each of these rooms, I, I'm sure, Uh, uh, on some other spreads you did see the whole room but i love the tension you know Mm -hmm. because you're you're intrigued you're like i can't i want i can't wait to turn the next page you know it's storytelling i think uh, we we as editors have to tell stories we have to inspire people and we have to make people feel good and dream you know not everyone could live like this. Not everyone wants to live like this. And this was a story I did, I think, a year or so ago in Nantucket. And it was a great grace house. And the designer, we're walking around the property. The designer, so oh, I just, I just, you know, install this shed, and I'm going to make it like maybe an outdoor dining room. And so she opened the door, and. There was some pictures on the ceiling, no chandelier, a table to the side and some boxes. And this was the first day of the shoot. And so, okay. So the next morning I said, Elizabeth, I said, we're going to shoot that dining room. And she looked at me, she said, okay, I'll, I'll have my husband go out and find a chandelier. And she says, I have, you know, storage up in my attic. And this is the God's honest truth. At five o'clock on the last day of the shoot, I went nuts. I said, we're gonna do it. And within two hours, we put this room together. And that's, you know, she was bringing out this, bringing out that, bringing out hats. She said, I'll just bring out stuff. You tell me, you do what you want. And you know, I ran to get more flowers. Oh, charming. It, it was just like, it's the God's honest truth. This wasn't planned. I i saw these paintings on the ceiling and went, <clears throat> this is like, this, this is a great moment. We have to do this. Uh, right. And that's the, again, for me, you know, and I've been around a long time and I still, am inspired, and I still like to push the envelope. To me, this was, it was challenging and it was so rewarding that everyone came together. You know, Mm -hmm. David Land, the photographer and the designer, we all had such a great time, like seeing Mm -hmm. Mr. Madman do this. And (laughs) like, you know, I love when I go off, it's like, Mm -hmm. I have a vision, trust me. And, and, it was just a great collaboration. And, and that to me, I mean I get a little bit emotional. That to me what makes my
1: job so right. magical. So fantastic, so charming. And
0: you know, and it's like and listen, I, I you know, I mean I'm working now with younger people, uh and you know, I learn from them. I'm learning how to do Zoom, how to do videos, how to do this, how to do that. And you never wanna stop or get old because you just have to keep right. going right. and you know, and, and give, you know, you give to the designer, you give it to the photographer, we, you know, it's all food to make
1: a beautiful picture. Right, fantastic, thank you so much, Robert. Now I have some questions, we have okay. several questions, so that's good, that means people are paying attention and Perfect. having um, So one of the questions that was brought up was um, about the light switches. Somebody pointed out, like in the Frank Lloyd Wright, things, they weren't photoshopped out. And was that a deliberate thing? And do we do that? And I remember once when I was at El Decor, I got a letter from a reader accusing me of lying, saying, you know, you take out all the, the switches, all the plugs, you're not really showing the rooms the way they are. And my answer to that was, you know, take a picture of a room, any room that you go into, and you, the first thing you'll notice in those pictures is, right. the, is the switches and the plugs. And yet when you actually step into a room, You don't, that's not the first thing you notice. So I think, to me, that's a fair thing to take them out. Um, So were those ones that the Frank Lloyd Wright one that was published, were those taken out or did you leave them there? I believe we left them there. Yeah, so it depends, I think. I I think for that, because it was a period house and it was the house
0: Mm -hmm. of what it was, we kept them. But in most
1: instances, uh, they do come out. Right, okay. Now, here's another important question. It's like, um, they're saying, you know, she said, you know, the designers are not stylists. So do you recommend that when they're shooting their own work, they hire a stylist? Do you think that's always necessary?
0: Sometimes, yes. Some some, some, some designers are great at it. Right. Some get a little bit uptight and a little bit fussy. Right. Uh, And I also think a stylist, bring something to the table, you know? A stylist right. may do flowers right. different than the way you do flowers. You can also
1: like, sees the room in a slightly and, different way. You've yeah. seen the room a million times. A stylist is seeing it once or twice. And that's, so. what I,
0: that's, that's what I always say when I come into a space and I say, oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, and they go, huh and I say, look, I'm seeing it through a different lens, through a different eye, you know? It has to feel more like the magazine I represent. Right. Right. It has to feel, it still has, I still have to respect the designer, but let's, let's
1: just give it a little bit of edge. And sometimes we don't have to. Right. Now, we, you know, we brought it, we talked about Instagram a little bit and there's a couple of questions about Instagramming. Somebody says, do you shoot square for Instagram, which actually you no longer have to do square, you can do whatever. Right. And they said, how much of that do you think about when you're doing it? Which I think for a magazine, you're telling the whole story. I'm I telling guess that's... the
0: whole story. I mean, right. sometimes, I mean, I, I, yeah, we tell the whole we we tell the whole story, and sometimes if the magazine is online, we add more pictures.
1: Right, right, and and I I think that, I guess the question is, do you, do you get any pressure from, Hearst or whoever that you need to have a few pictures that are going to be strong on social media. Is that something you're even instructed or something you think about? No, no. you no. just know that some good ones will come out of the process.
0: I mean, listen, I know like when I'm on a shoot, mm-hmm. uh, I, always, I always overtake pictures because you never know where they're going to go. You know, right. Uh, right. there may be a great laundry room if we're doing right. a great, or a great, there may be three great bathrooms. And if we do our, uh, a bathroom uh, roundup, or something right It's right. good to have that in the inventory right, right. if you have right. If you have the
1: time, uh, most shoots are two days you know mm-hmm. um, right. so you have And that, time, that brings up another question somebody's asking in terms of getting published. They want to know are there must rooms to be completed to be published you know, Do you need a master bath do you need a kitchen? Do you need a living room? do you need a bedroom? Yes. I want yeah. you to answer that. I could answer it, but I'm, I'm uh, out of the business definitely. now. The
0: question is when someone is going to uh, present a project, you know, it's important that, you know, I want to see every room. We're not gonna fo- I mean, not uh, photograph every room right. in a house. An apartment's right. different. Right. Gonna, in a house I'm not gonna photograph five bedrooms. Right, uh, right. You know, the rooms that are important, a living room, a den, a two bedrooms, a bathroom, a kitchen, a garden, if there's a garden, you know?
1: Uh, um, and here's a here's a question which I think has to do with a magazine style. They're, uh, they're asking why are the light fixtures always turned off? Now, I know that back in the 70s and early 80s, a lot of magazines, especially AD, featured rooms shot at night with lights on.
0: Lights on, so, candles on in the day. Right, right. Uh, I think, because of the lighting, if you
1: put the lights on and you photograph the room, you're going to get a different effect right and I think that it you know listen, there are fashions and photography and where right. we look and magazines, and I think certainly for the last twenty years then daylight photography has been the preferred mode, right not to say that you can't. You know, if there's a room that looks fabulous at night, you shouldn't photograph it at night. Of course, the candles. Of course. I mean, of but course. I think most of the magazines these days do do daylight. Lights off. Right. Lights off. Right Lights off. Right, um, now, right. I, which is that was my personal preference uh, too when I was the editor. But and, and you know. listen, I, I've I have tried some, and right. it just doesn't look right. 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 now there's some, there's somebody named Christina Juarez who's asking now clearly she knows nothing about the design industry because she says Um, she's asking if most magazines don't always require pro scouts. She seems to think there's a huge budget that we're paying the magazines are paying a lot of people. Is that true. I mean, What was her question. She says here. Oh, it's just to get down. She was asking if don't magazines have professional scouts working for them? No no i don't i don't know what world christina's living in i mean, I, 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 <laughs> I mean I, you have contributing editors yeah, who yeah. advise we, you we have some right. contributing editors right right. Um, right
0: who send in projects and you know pr pr people send in projects right. we have relationships with designers right and then there's that wonderful column called submissions where anyone and everyone could send and you never know
1: what you're going to find. Well, somebody did ask about that, about your Instagram thing, where you, where you're doing. Why don't you, I was asking you about that. Why don't you tell, talk about that. What House Beautiful is doing. I, I was talking to my boss, Joe Sals about
0: what we're going through in the industry about people of color. And I just said, you know what? It's not. yes. I'm with the whole thing of people of color, but I would like to open up my door to people of every color and to the industry that it's for me, it's a way of giving back because I've been very lucky. And why not talk to a young designer who is just starting out, who needs help with a room, who can't afford a good photographer, who said, Oh, I'm going to photograph this. What should I get rid of this? Or what kind of flowers should I use? Or do you know in, any in, uh, inexpensive photographers? Mm-hmm. Just to advise people. You know, I remember going way back, and this is a funny example that uh, maybe five, six years ago, Christina had a, uh, a client, a young guy, and she said, Would you talk to this kid, this young guy? And I said, Sure. And I looked at his work and I said, your work is very nice, but it's boring. I said, it's not ready for a magazine. You need to do layers, you need to do this. And, you know, for a few years, he would send me stuff and ask me my advice. And to me, that's so rewarding that someone kept in contact with me. And when you see a person doing so well now, and you're reaching out, I think, you know, for someone like me, who's been doing this a long time, for me, it's a joy to give back, you know? And, if, and also, I did my first segment last week and I discovered, like, these two amazing designers. Like, where have you been?
1: Oh, so fantastic. You know, it's
0: 20 years? Oh, we never had time to, to talk to
1: people right. about
0: magazines. Right. You don't know.
1: Yes, it's, I found that too. Uh, I have to correct one thing. Our dear friend, Christina Juarez, I totally misunderstood her question. Ah. Oh. So I have to correct that. She's really. Her question was, which sort of refers to the earlier question about iPhone shots. She's saying, would because you know magazines don't have as much time and as big a staff to go about, She's asking if you don't prefer professional shots for scouting shots. So, well, I mean, yes no, and no. I do apologize, you. Christina. I no, no, apologize. yeah,
0: yeah, yes and no. In, it, what we're going through now we're not shooting. So if someone is going to submit a project, it has to be professionally shot. If we were not going through this virus, send me any kind of scouting shots, and then I will go out and and shoot the project. Right, right, right. Um, And I hope that happens very soon because I love going out and doing that.
1: Okay, so, um, and somebody's asking, again, there's a couple more questions about artificial lighting. I mean, I think that's a magazine preference. I think the designer should look at the magazines and see how they do it. I don't think many do artificial I, lighting I, anymore. No, Some do, but-
0: I mean, the, it's, it's the photographer you select for each project and how it's his magic. Right. It, it's, it's his magic and how he photographs things. Right, right. And, right. And every photographer brings in a different mood to the table.
1: Right. Okay. And here's the last question. Somebody asked, how has the exposure that you've had to all these different homes and interior design styles influenced your own personal style? And I think that's a great way to end this fantastic My session. personal
0: style. My personal style, uh, I don't think it's changed. I mean, I firmly believe in who I am and what I am and how I live. And I live, I'm living in New York right now. I'm, I'm in my apartment right now. I live with things that I love. I always was a big fan of not a lot of cl- clutter. I live with uh, some French antiques and some modern things. I have a French day bed that I've had since I'm 20 years old uh i have antique chairs that uh, beautiful one of these antique chairs i bought when i was 22 at sotheby's so there are things that have become part of who i am Uh, it's not about yeah i go to places and i see things and i'm inspired and i i may be i may tweak a little but i'm not going to go out and redesign my my apartment uh it's about living with the stuff that has been part of your life. I I mean I always call my living room my salon because it it's very spare. It's kind of a little bit like a my my neighbors call <laughs> my apartment oh your gallery. It it you know there's a nice flow, all the furniture is very proud. Uh I've always had zebra carpets, you know. My bedrooms have always felt like a men's wear room, you know. I love men, mixing menswear fabrics. You know, it's like the way I dress. I always wear a pinstripe suit and a polka dot tie. Right. You know, stay Perfect. true to who you are, you know? Which is I, good I, advice for any yeah. designer. And I don't believe in trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may, right now, everything is covered in, in uh, linen for the summer. Uh, the sofas, gay bed. But, you know, stay true to who you are and have your own personal style. And, and, and you know, that's, that sometimes is not so easy because we're all so influenced,
1: you know? Right, right. Uh, but well, elegance is refusal, as Chanel said, and you just got to keep well, hey, you can admire it, but you don't incorporate right. it exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you, Robert. This has been amazing. So, oh, um, I want, I want to thank Robert um, for his insights and wisdom. Um, and I want to remind everyone that next Wednesday's talk, Dining Out in 2020 and beyond is we're going to take a deep dive at the very troubled um, restaurant industry. We have three leading restaurateurs talking about how they're going to come back from COVID and how they see restaurants evolving. Um, I also want to remind you that these webinars provide CEU credits through the AIA and ASID CEC. It's a lot of letters there. Um, so, if you want to get credit for uh, listening to this, um, reach out to Megan at the DLN. And I just want to thank everybody for um, showing up, and also Robert for being so generous with his time and his thank wisdom you. and his I anecdotes. want to thank
0: Becky because Becky said, "Would you ever do
1: a talk with Michael?" I went, "Sure." Oh, yeah. So Becky, well, always right, so the at the end. <laughs> <to> <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much. Okay, thank and thank I you, Robert. Really really see you soon. It.
0: And, All
1: right. and thank you, Megan. Okay. Thank you, Bye-bye. Megan. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you.